recognizable song. And now for some bittersweet reason, the lead singer of Smash Mouth, Steve Harwell, passed away at only 56 years old. Like you might have seen some of these stories circulating over the weekend that we were kind of on watch that he was being placed in hospice and uh, was given really only days to live due to acute liver failure. And very shortly after those news stories came out, uh, we had the, of course, unfortunate news that he passed away. 56, obviously very young for someone. And now a lot of attention and focus on his success as a musician and on the band Smash Mouth and just what it was that they were able to accomplish and to achieve. But it's hard to talk about them without being mindful of the fact that they were sort of one of those bands that was popular to kind of hate on a little bit. Popular to say that you dislike them, even though they were obviously making a ton of money and really successful by all means. So why do we do this? Why do we hate on really popular bands and popular people? Is it just bandwagon jumping? Does it just become trendy? Is there some psychological reason behind this? We're going to get into it right now with our guest, Dr. Aidan Moyer, who's assistant professor in the Department of Communication, Media and Film at the University of Windsor. Dr. Moyer, thanks for being back on the show. Really appreciate your time. Thanks for having me on again, Chelsea. Let's talk a little bit about Steve Harwell, obviously lead singer of Smash Mouth. Clearly a really talented musician. Yes, definitely. And you still see the cultural impact of you know that song All-Star that you had playing there. Um, when you think of going back to the Shrek movie and the legacy of that song, but also the way that song lives on um, on TikTok and social media uh, and the way it's been sort of that song that represents sort of a cultural moment, but also one that people of all ages really connect to. Connect to, but I think also use in kind of a, a tongue-in-cheek way. I mean, you really need to only hear just that opening note of <laughs> the way that the song starts. You instantly know what it is. I mean, it's so recognizable. And you're right it has had a huge cultural impact and has been used in so many different forms so why is it that we kind of look at it in some regards as kind of a a cheesy song that we kind of like to make fun of even though it's clearly popular it's clearly being used in a lot of ways yeah and i think you have to also bring in nickel back there Mm -hmm. um, because they have the same kind of status in a way that we love to hate on and that's something that really grows with internet culture. And I don't think we can talk about hating on these bands like Smash Mouth and Nickelback without thinking about meme culture and the way that these bands become memes, mm. um, the way that people comment and talk about how much they love to hate on them. Um, and the reason for that is because it brings people together, right? It's a way to connect, even if maybe you actually like it. Um, people want to sort of jump in on, on the hating on because it's a way to participate in meme culture and the internet um, that becomes a way for for users to connect over you know a pop culture phenomenon is it is it kind of part of a a double-edged sword of being super successful because i think in both examples we're talking about bands that really like skyrocketed to the top of the charts and really remained there for a long time is it is it because they're just there's they're just so prevalent that we then decide that we kind of we kind of turn on them yeah, it definitely goes back to their success, both with Smash Mouth and with Nickelback. Um, Nickelback in particular, when they first signed on to their record label in the late 1990s, they signed on to a record label that was about like really um, extreme 
metal electronic heavy metal rock and that's not the sort of genre when you think of when you think of Nickelback so part of the reason people began to hate on Nickelback was because they were a more mainstream you know rock and roll band but not that extreme heavy metal and it was just because they were so successful and people saw this as not being true to the record label and that's what really started this trend of hating on Nickelback for their success um, because of the roots of the record label as well as just their mainstream success. Hmm. So it's sort of wanting to go against the grain and, you know, suggesting, hey, I'm not I'm not like everybody else. They might be mainstream successful, but I but I don't buy into that. I'm I'm other than that. Yeah, it goes back exactly that way, Chelsea, of of the extreme success of these brands versus you know what people expected of them um different countercultures um and being a little too successful in entering the mainstream and those are always the criticisms against brands like smash mouth and against nickelback um but those are complaints that exist for a variety of different brands as well so they're not unique at all but it's part of that just phenomenon of of not being true to what people initially thought of them and yet, when you look at the tributes that are pouring in, and you look at the comments uh, about, in this case, Steve Harwell, who now has passed away and is gone. So, you know, these are all condolence messages. It's all suggesting uh, his his legendary icon status and really heaping on a ton of praise and a ton of love. So, you know, this this hate, I think, is one that we we can't really take that seriously because we might join in and, and kind of hate on these bands, but we don't actually really strongly dislike them right it's sort of like a fake hate yeah yeah i think that's a really excellent way to put it right it's not a strong passionate like vindictive hate um it's more of joining in on the mocking um and of course that always existed with smash mouth and when steve hartwell unfortunately passed away over the weekend you saw all of that pouring in all of um so many users expressing you know their condolences over his passing like very very sincere condolences and as part of that is just connecting over the sort of fun way of dating um and when he passed away like many other celebrities who passed away it's a moment where you know people kind of come together and reminisce about sort of those memories and those moments of what smash Mouth might have represented for them whether that was a guilty pleasure whether that was joining in on a meme circulating about hating on smash mouth or nickelback or whatever band it is you're wanting to hate on for fun um and it's really a way of connecting on the internet that many find enjoyment about is that connection over you know these pop culture moments is it dr moyer is it a trap if a band falls into this type of popularity where they're then they're made fun of and you know they're really a part of this meme culture the way that you're describing it does it does it hurt them I don't know. That's a really great question because if it is a trap, it's been a very successful trap right. for Smash Mouth and Nickelback, right? They're the ones making making some good money off of off of their success. And for instance, with Nickelback, they have a documentary that's being um, premiering at the Toronto International Film Festival this upcoming month called Love to Hate about this. Um, phenomenon of being so hated on the internet um, and they're performing a series of street festival concerts in Toronto um, to commemorate the, the debut of this documentary at the film festival um, so if it is a trap it's been a very successful trap for them and they also <laughs> play into that trap as well if you follow them on social media they're always you know clapping back at fans who are enjoying mocking or hating them online so they've been able to really 
make a career and make a very successful career out of this viral internet hatred that exists around Nickelback. I guess you may as well lean in. If that's the climate, then then why Absolutely. not? And why not play with it a little bit? You know, when we go back to the conversation about Steve Harwell, obviously 56 is really young to pass away of acute liver failure. And mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of posts talking about, you know, this is a really a strong message to get help for addiction. A death like this, I think, can make a big impact and does have a lesson behind it, doesn't it? Oh, it definitely does. Um, if you remember, I think it was a couple years ago when he retired from Smash Mouth. Um, he was performing where he was unfortunately intoxicated. Um, and it was one of those moments to have a conversation, a really serious conversation about your know, mental health and, and, and addiction and, and, and the support that might, people might need. Um, so these are really important and very serious pop culture moments, of course, but they also allow us to think about um, helping those in our everyday lives who might also be experiencing some of the same issues or struggles that someone like Steve Harwell is also also went through, unfortunately. Yeah, it's a sad one. And of course, reality for a lot of people. Uh, so great message to, to wrap up on. Dr. Moyer, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. That's Dr. Aiden Moyer, assistant professor and in the Department of Communication, Media and Film at the University of Windsor, talking about the death of the lead singer of Smash Mouth, Steve Harwell, uh, passed away this weekend at age 56.